website, ojtooks.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtooks.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is O.J. Tokes. Hello again and uh, welcome to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. My name is O.J. Tokes and I just want to welcome you to the show again and I want to thank you for listening. I hope um, the program has been a blessing to you. If you happen to be in the Houston area on June 27th, Friday, June the 27th, I want to invite you to join us for a while. You are single service is a service that I have for single people. And the service basically is designed to prepare singles for wholesome relationships. It's an environment where you fellowship, um, flourish and find fulfillment. So hope you can join us June 27th. On Friday night, 7.45 p.m., Dylan One is the room in Houston Baptist University. Dylan One is the room where we're having the service in Houston Baptist University. If you'd like more information and details on the time and the venue, please go to ojtokesministries.org and click on the While You Are Single logo. Hope you can make it. All the same, thanks again for joining us for this While You Are Single podcast. I have been talking about overcoming rejection. And for the past few weeks, I have been talking about the reasons why we all experience rejection. The first is people reject us when we don't meet their expectations. Second is people reject us when we exceed their expectations. And the third is that we experience rejection from people because of wrong timing. But the most important thing that I want to leave you with, the most important thing I want to leave you with is not so much why Uh, We experience rejection from people, but rather why God allows us to go through those experiences, which is the most important thing. And God allows us to go through rejection so that we can meet his expectations. And his expectations are for us to fulfill our destinies, whether it's to do something, whether it's to go somewhere, or whether it's to be with someone. Rejection is a vehicle that God uses to get us to do that thing or get us to go somewhere or get us to meet the person he has for us. I want to give you some examples of this. I love this story in the Bible. It's in the book of Ruth. Maybe you're a lady and you're listening to me right now and perhaps you know what it's like to be rejected. Maybe you've experienced rejection before. Maybe you've um, been in a broken relationship. Whichever case, I want to encourage you. I know that God loves you. God cares for you and God has the best in mind for you. Oftentimes in the Christian community, if um, you know, you're a child of God, I hope you are, and uh, you've been around um, Christian um, directives regarding relationships, um, if you've had any teaching or any um, advice, or if you've been around people that talk about relationships, as, as especially women, you may have heard of the name Boaz. You may have heard of women a Christian woman a lot talk about wanting their Boaz. Um, Boaz is a guy in scripture. You learn about him in the book of Ruth. He is a godly man. He is uh, a wealthy man in Israel. He is influential. He is wealthy. And uh, he's kind of like a picture, so to speak. If someone goes into the Bible or say, okay, what person in the Bible reflects the kind of man that women should be praying to God for? Um, Boaz is that 
representative. He is symbolic of that godly man. He's symbolic of that man of God. Scholars often use Boaz to uh, symbolize Christ in the Old Testament because of what he did for a lady named Ruth in, in the book of Ruth. You know, he kind of redeemed her. He kind of um, kind of uh, bought her back from um, the problem she was going through. You know, kind of like how we as uh, people are were born sinners and Jesus redeemed us from our sins and saved our lives. In a sense, um, what Boaz did for Ruth um, typifies what Christ did for us. Nevertheless, Boaz represents a godly man. He represents um, the kind of man that women should be praying to God to give him as a husband. The question now is, how does a woman end up with a guy like Boaz? If you're a lady listening to this, um, maybe you've asked yourself this question. How do I meet this man that God has for me? Um, what does it take uh, to meet a guy like Boaz? And uh, the story in Ruth kind of gives us a picture. Not saying that everybody's going to go through what Ruth did to get Boaz, but I think for a lot of people, a lot of women, perhaps what Ruth went through uh, is a picture of what some of you ladies might have to go through to end up with a guy like Boaz. I don't know if you know the story, but um, just to give a quick overview in the book of Ruth, four chapters, it talks about a guy named Elimelech. He has a wife named Naomi. They were both Israelites, and they had two sons, Malon and Kilion. There was a famine in Israel, so Elimelech took his wife, Naomi, and his sons, Malon and Kilion, and they left Israel because of the famine and went to a place called Moab. While they were in Moab, unfortunately, Elimelech died and his sons as well died. But before his sons died, they married Moabite women, Orpah and Ruth. Malon married Ruth and Kilion married Orpah. Unfortunately, like I said, Malon and Kilion died as well as Elimelech. So Naomi, who was Elimelech's wife, was left with her daughters-in-law, Orpah and Ruth. Naomi decides to go back to Israel. And she dissuades, discourages Orpah and Ruth from coming with her. But Ruth insisted that she will go with Naomi back to Israel. When they went back to Israel... Um, to cut a long story short, uh, Ruth decides to go out to find food for her mother-in-law. And uh, she ends up uh, gleaning wheat in Boaz's field. Boaz is a wealthy guy in Israel. He's influential, and Boaz happened to have a field. And Ruth kind of ends up in his field working. And Boaz came out one day and saw her. And he asked about her and they told her who she was and that she came from Moab with Naomi and all that kind of good stuff. But to call a long story short, Boaz met Ruth. They talked a little bit in Ruth chapter 2. Then that was that. Then later on, Naomi discovered that Boaz was a kinsman redeemer. Some Bible translations say close relative. Some say guardian redeemer. Some say family redeemer. And basically, this was an individual who was responsible to buy back property that belonged to a family. For example, in the Old Testament in Israelite times, this is the way, this is kind of how things went. If a man died and he had a wife and his wife didn't have children, if a man died without living children, his brother closest to him is responsible for marrying her. 
the relative closest to the brother is responsible for marrying his wife. So not only that, but also responsible to, to, um, to redeem any property that belongs to them or claim any property that belongs to the deceased man. So in this case, it was discovered that Boaz was one of those redeemers. He was one of those family redeemers, guardian redeemers, or however you want to phrase it, okay? He was responsible to um, restore the property that belonged to the family of, of, of Elimelech and Malon and Kilion, and also responsible to marry the widowed uh, wife, so to speak. So Naomi discovered that Boaz was a relative, he was a redeemer, and he encouraged Ruth to go to Boaz to, to ask him to be her family redeemer, basically saying to marry her and get things back for the whole family because they had nothing after all, after her husband died as well as her um, father-in-law. So that was the deal. So in Ruth chapter 2 and 3, um, she meets Boaz and, and, and she lets him know what the deal was. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, um, there was another redeemer. Because like I said, the relative closest to the deceased husband was just responsible for redeeming the property and marrying Ruth. While Boaz is a redeemer, there was somebody ahead of him who was closer to uh, her deceased family before Boaz. So Boaz told her that he will do what she wanted him to do, but he needed to talk to the other person first who, was, who had the right to redeem and marry her because he didn't have the right first because it was after this other person. This other person had first preference. So in Ruth chapter 4, Boaz goes to this guy. And he tells him that, hey, our brother Elimelech, he died and he left property. And, you know, it needed to be redeemed. It needed to be bought back. And this other guy that Boaz was talking to, Boaz was telling him that he was responsible. He had the right first to redeem the property. And... In Ruth chapter 4, verses 4 to 6, this is where this discussion is taking place. And this guy says, yeah, he'll, he'll redeem the property. Then Boaz now tells him, well, after you do that, you also have to marry Ruth. And the guy said, no, I won't do it. So, lady, if you're listening to me, I want you to hear this. The reason why Ruth ends up with Boaz is because she got rejected. Let me say that again. The reason why Ruth ends up with Boaz is because she was rejected. This guy wanted the property. But when Boaz said he had to marry Ruth as well, he said, no, in that case, you redeem the property. The reason Ruth ends up with Boaz is because she was turned down by the other guy. Maybe you're listening. I want to encourage you. What does it take to end up with a guy like Boaz? Lady, sometimes it takes the wrong man rejecting you. The reason that is taking place is because God wants you to meet the expectations of ending up with the right guy he has for you. This other redeemer, his name is not mentioned. He symbolizes a person with no calling, 
no direction, no purpose. God uses rejection to get you away from a guy who has no calling, no direction, no purpose to a guy like Boaz. We know his name. We know his calling. A guy who has purpose. A guy who has direction. This guy wanted her property, but he didn't want Ruth. But Boaz wanted everything about her. God uses rejection, lady, to get you from a guy who only wants your property, your hips, your lips, and your fingertips, to a guy who wants everything about you. Be encouraged. Now understand that some guys, they are not selfish. They have purpose. They are godly. But not every godly person is for you because the fact is, this guy was a redeemer like Boaz. This guy was a relative like Boaz. This guy was similar to Boaz. But he was not Boaz. Sometimes, lady, you might meet a guy who looks like Boaz. Maybe he is a Boaz in his own, in his own right. He's godly. He's responsible. And like this other redeemer, he's ahead of the pack. You meet him first. The first Christian man you meet, the first godly man you meet does not necessarily mean he's the one for you. I know that's tough because we live at a time where it's hard, it's difficult to find a godly man. But be encouraged. I know there's a tendency where you see somebody, you see a guy who loves the Lord and who is uh, bearing fruit. There's a tendency to think that he's the one, but sometimes it's not the first one you meet. All the same, be encouraged because God is using the rejection to get you to your Boaz, someone who does fit you, someone who's best for you. It's not only the ladies that undergo rejection to get to Boaz. And like I said, doesn't mean that every lady has to go through that process of rejection, but sometimes that's what it takes for God to get you to the guy that he does have for you. Guys as well, we also deal with rejection. Sometimes um, rejection is a vehicle that God uses to get us to the right person that God has for us. And for the fellas, I like to use the story of Esther. We hear of a king named Xerxes in the book of Esther. I encourage you to read the story. And he's throwing a party for everybody. And he invites his queen, Vashti, to grace the occasion. And Vashti refused. She, she refused and uh, she rejected <laughs> she rejected him. He was disappointed. It ruined his party. He asked his advisors what to do, and they told him to dethrone her and look for somebody else. So here it is. Uh, Esther comes into the picture. Esther ends up being the queen. Esther ends up being his wife because Vashti, the queen, was rejected. Vashai the queen rejected the king, therefore the king found somebody else, which was Esther. And guys, we go through that sometimes. You know, you, you are with someone that you think should love you and care about you. And, and, and like Vashti, they blow you off. And the fact that Vashti turned the king down uh, speaks volumes because Vashti, the name Vashti means beautiful. Esther means star. And sometimes, guys, we go for the beautiful women. Uh... The lady that 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 looks very beautiful and, you know, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a guy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You go into a room and the girl that stands out, you don't know what her character is like and you just run for her without thinking. And sometimes they blow you off and 
Sometimes the rejection makes us think straight and say, okay, God, what's going on? And all the while, God is just trying to get us to Esther, who is even more beautiful. She's not just um, beautiful, but she's a star. Esther means star. All beautiful people are not stars, but all stars are beautiful. There are a lot of beautiful women around us, guys. The first time you see them, you will not understand how beautiful they are until you spend time with them and get to know them and you find out that, wait a minute, this woman, they're not just beautiful on the inside, they're beautiful on the outside. This not saying that um, some of the ladies that don't stand out first, it's not saying that they're not, they're not beautiful. At the same time, I'm not saying that all beautiful women, all uh, women that stand out are bad. Absolutely not. The point I'm trying to make is, that God sometimes uses rejection to get us guys who make poor decisions in finding women to get to the right woman like the king was directed from Vashti to Esther. All the same, I hope this series has been a blessing to you. Join us again next week for the next While You're Single podcast. Until then, take care and stay blessed. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out O.J. Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which O.J. Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.